0: Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard. One, two, three, four!
1: People do feel very radically different about gender experience. I mean, that's just like
0: the rules of feminism.
2: That diversity is like the number one thing I think that has to be reckoned with. Agenda with women in the arts. Good morning, you're listening to Agenda on FEI Radio. I'm Katie Winton and my co-host Isabel Thorburn and our producer Mari Stewart are both away this week, so I'll be with you for the upcoming hour. Agenda is your Saturday morning picks of art, politics and trash from a feminist perspective and is broadcast here on Gadigal land. So I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to Elders, both past and present. So on Agenda, we often talk to artists about the political political significance of the club space in terms of resistance for marginalised communities. So, towards the end of last year, actually, and I'm not going to stop talking about this and probably until it's time for next year's playlist, but um, in case you hadn't heard, we asked a bunch of people we'd worked with throughout 2017 to give us one tip on creative burnout, which... Uh, was a really kind of amazing mix of people's um, self-care tips on how they manage burnout, um, specifically in arts industries. And there were actually quite a lot of artists and um, people who we'd worked with in 2017 whose tips involved dancing in some way. So um, in the theme of this particular show and um, in the spirit of talking about uh, the club space as a site of resistance, I wanted to kind of read out a few of those tips. So Artist Priya Punch said, uh, "As for creative right, I'm into dancing in the club, shower, wherever really, getting the body moving and the psychic transportation that Sonics provide." My mum, Joe Winton, uh, she said, "My stress relief is great music up loud and singing and yelling the words at the top of my lungs, plus maybe a little dance." Uh, writer Katie Milton, who is the current editor of uh, Art Collector magazine, said, Yoga, lots of water, good mates, and dancing and indulging on the weekends. Um, artist Angela Goh, who just won Best Artist for the FBI Smack Awards, uh, the most recent Smack Awards. She said, sweat, it always helps. Doesn't matter how. Could be run, dance, skip, etc. Just needs to be a full lather, enough that your clothes get wet. Salty endorphins, and it will also tire you out. And maybe then that will also lead to a good night's sleep. But always remember to rehydrate. Uh, And also, I thought I'd throw this one in here from the 2016 playlist. So artist Nadia Hernandez, who actually just did the uh, City of Sydney New Year's Eve artwork for 2017 into 2018, Um, So she's huge (laughs) right now. Uh, She said, whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, I dance. I know that it's the ultimate companion to self-preservation, sanity and happiness. I dance hard almost to the point of revelation. In a post-truth world, dancing is the only thing worth believing in. Um, And I can verify that Nadia does dance hard and really does dance to the point of revelation. Um, I've been on many dance floors with her. And another shout-out person that I'd, just while we're at on the uh, topic of dancing, another person that I'd like to acknowledge their dance moves and they're kind of uh dancing to the point of exhaustion is narrator russ who uh was on the fbi arts and culture team for a really long time another great dancer anyway um, such great self-care tips on dancing and clubbing there from Agenda collaborators and past guests. Um, and I think Sydney specifically has a really long history of the club as an um, important space of resistance and a space not only for dancing and music, but also for experimentation and performance arts. So this week I'm going to do something a little different, and I'm going to dedicate the entire hour of Agenda to an event that's called Club 4A. It's featuring Amrita Happy, Rainbow Chan and Japanese artist Dead Kebab. And it's happening at Dynasty Karaoke in Sydney um, in February. So it's coming up pretty soon. And today I'll be talking to the director of 4A Centre for Contemporary Asian Art, Michaela Tai, and also Club 4A artist Rainbow Chan, who you're probably familiar with. Um, And I've also got some tracks uh, that are part of the Club 4A SoundCloud mix that's kind of come out. Um, in anticipation of the event that features some of dead kebab's tracks so that's going to be really fun and michaela and rainbow will be in really soon to chat so definitely stick around for that Um, i'm going to play you this first track from dead dead kebab and psychics this one's called douche and there's a strong language warning on this one um it's yeah it's really it's a great track um you're listening to agenda on fbi radio i'm katie winton (laughs) Let us
0: play English brush, alright? D. 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 Let us English let us let us <laughs> let us <laughs> <laughs>
3: Art, politics and news from a feminist perspective. You're listening to Agenda. down and skip the line now vip recline I did not have to sell this dino red rope bitch choke love never had me broke cause if i gave a fuck i would be at hope cause i don't fuck with i my own sexoscope hearing my own heartbeats flipping up on smart street where i keep my spreadsheet of everyone who's messy that was me the, best. you the be bestie one that equals to that bestie fuck that shit please i said fuck oh, that shit please To me, like, oh, kimchi How'd you get your nose so flat? Your teeth are sick and I like that I need eat babies like you for breakfast me, and milk, you wanna come get this? I'm like so chill, like the freshest Cause you're I got you reckless I got talk on me her chest Once when you fuck around, I blame her necklace You wanna get to bed with a bitch like me Feeling so weird, just free Hold like on you while I come and call me up I'm having fun All about the money while getting some But don't you worry, we just we got less Lesson a session be a free bitch in possession Every fucking inch that's run my body Now you see why I'm so haughty Girl, you scratch that do run wanna catch that Girl, you scratch that Put in catch back Riding through the night Sun is looking bright There I keep it tight doing it, to it if you My pussy's not polite Oh, i i Baby, I'll just crush your balls If you wanna get this Wanna see you on your balls And if you rise My ass is not alive
2: listening to Agenda on FBI Radio that was V Kim and Kinshi Princey with Pussy Not Polite and before that you heard Japanese artist Dead Kebab with Douche Both of those tracks were taken from the Club 4A SoundCloud playlist released by 4A Centre for Contemporary Asian Art in anticipation of the Club 4A event on Friday, 23rd of February. I'm joined now by Director of 4A Centre for Contemporary Asian Art, Michaela Tai and Club 4A artist Rainbow Chan to have an in-depth chat about Club 4A. Michaela and Rainbow, thanks so much for joining me. Thank Thank you. Welcome. Um, So Michaela, I just wanted to start by asking you to give a bit of context to the event. So what is Club 4A?
1: Um, what is Club 4A is a really good question because we kind of developed it with the artists in mind. Um, we've been working for a while now in performance art. A few years ago we did 48-hour um, incident, non-stop performances, three days, no one slept. The 4A Ghost came out for a unscripted performance. It was great. Um, and since then we've been doing things in Hong Kong with performance art and working with a whole lot of artists that don't necessarily fit in that kind of white cube. And we wanted to create a space where audiences could interact with sort of creativity and artists could explore another part of their practice. So we thought um, to celebrate the Lunar New Year, we'd do something along those lines in here in Sydney at a karaoke club and in Melbourne at the TOF. So they're both very kind of familiar venues, but bringing the artists into there kind of totally changes it and
2: um, creates a whole new experience. Yeah, that was one of my questions actually about what is kind of different about uh, having performance art as opposed to just music or um, kind of having an interdisciplinary inter- interdisciplinary event? In a club space or in a kind of karaoke bar, especially. I
1: think, I mean, most of the artists we're working with do play in many fields. I mean, you're a, I mean, Rainbow, here's like a singer. She's a fashion designer now. <laughs> slashy. <laughs> She's a slashy, exactly. So we kind of want to create a space where you can do that and you're supported to do or test new things. We also said to all the artists, it doesn't have to be final work. It could be testing stuff. Um, so in, in the space of a karaoke club or a sort of a band room, you're not, the audience doesn't expect to be quiet. They can have a few drinks. They can bring friends that may not normally go to see contemporary art kind of things and indulge and exp- experience something that's just a little bit different. And I think for all the performers, there's a few things we've got up our sleeve. Definitely in Melbourne, that will be surprises for them in terms of our programming that they don't know about. Um, so it is kind of a shared um, experience for both the audience and the the artist performing. I think this. You'd be excited,
4: Rainbow. Oh, I'm very, I'm, I'm nervous. So is this, you know, like like set off a firework or something in the middle of my set? That was last week. That was last
2: week. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it does um, kind of change it as well, having an event like that in an actual club space as opposed to having like a performance art interactive kind of event in a gallery space just at nighttime. Like I think there is a really big difference mm. in actually bringing the work to a space that kind of, I guess, prescribes that, behaviour anyway. I always find it a little bit jarring when there's like a club night performance art thing happening in a gallery. Yeah, as it's opposed hard. to You know, like it, I think that is definitely. I
1: mean, I think it's really difficult. We've got these learnt behaviours in gallery spaces. It's really hard to unlearn to be well behaved in a gallery. Yeah. And even if you're encouraged to, it kind of feels naughty or it just doesn't feel quite right. Like you're right, it jars. So we just thought, OK, we'll just forget that and we'll bring things back to sometimes where they originated and ended up weirdly in a white cube and take them back to this kind of bit more organic space.
2: Yeah, and Rainbow, your work is so interdisciplinary. Like (laughs) you're a visual artist and a performer and a musician and this is actually not the first time you've worked with karaoke either. No, yeah, no, no. So um, what can people, can you give anything away about your work for this event?
4: Sure, sure. Um, Well, I guess um, recently I went on a trip to Hong Kong just to visit family um, and to do a bit of research. Um, and I came across a lot of folk songs that are in my mum's Cantonese dialect, which is um, called Wai Tawa. And one of the songs is a Chinese New Year celebration song. And it's got this really sort of melancholic melody because of the t- tones of the actual language. But everything like within the lyrics is very celebratory. And I just found out that, like, sort of, um, melody so haunting and interesting. So what I wanted to do for these events is to take traditional folk songs and reimagine them with a club track. And, you know, I think it's a really delicate line because you can have something really naff and just, you know, put a techno beat behind something that's folky and go deep forest and and be <laughs> cultural appropriators. But, <laughs> but I really wanted to challenge myself um, to create something that is sort of on my own terms, seeing this is my culture um, and my mum's culture and to reinvent it in a way that is more organic and not so tokenistic. So a lot of the fragments are, are really, really sort of disintegrated. But then I also will perform the songs in their actual sort of whole a cappella original state as well. So there's this kind of conversation between um, different um languages and 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 not only like linguistically but within uh, musical genres as well yeah that sounds amazing
2: thanks (laughs) (laughs) do you find that um what's your experience kind of working I mean because you work in so many different spaces do you find audience um I guess attention or interaction to be different across, say, like a club space or a gallery space or um, I guess across all of your different practices?
4: Definitely. And I think um, when I first started out, I was pretty adamant that, you know, I had some artistic vision and I was just going to do whatever in whatever space. But sometimes that didn't always work out because you do have to be quite responsive to the situation you're in and and what that allows. But I do like to push boundaries here and there. So within a club space, even though most of my set will be bangers I do try to play with um, dropping the volume right down so this acapella sections would be really great because then the, the crowd who are usually chatting and drinking suddenly they just have to be quiet for a second and then you can hear the clinking of the glasses and the ice being poured behind the bar and there's this sort of atmosphere that's a bit um bit of a break I think for people and 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 sort of gets their attention again so I think playing with those problematics within different contexts in space is really uh, challenging but also interesting and creates different
2: um, dynamics within your performance do you find um, that silence disconcerting ever or is it something that is more of a behavior that is um, appreciated for your work in that context
4: I feel like generally people appreciate it because, um, because, I, I mean, uh, I started out maybe not being as confident to do such a thing, but because I guess people are more familiar with my work now and they know that there is a lot of narrative-driven um, uh, content. So when there is slightly more quieter sections in, in the space and in, in the at the performance. I think people sort of realize that they're they're not just there being socialites and stuff. They're there to have this sort of community-based um, performance uh, appreciation, I guess. And and um, yeah, and then they kind of uh, you know I I do get that people have different attention spans in the day and age that we live in now. Like everyone's like checking their phones every five seconds. But just to have that gentle reminder that you're you're there for a live performance. To be present even just for like five seconds when that bit is quiet, that's really nice to bring people back into that consciousness with you.
2: Yeah, and it sounds like and it's an event that will kind of go in and out of that as well. Yeah. yeah. In yes. terms of bangers. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine
1: to have kind of things I mean, many people that are coming, I don't think have been to a night like this or really engaged with performance art for a long period of time. Um, so coming for a whole night of performance art, they're like, What? What, what is it about? Like, what's going to happen? And it's, it, it is really about talking people through there'll be music, there'll be a big inflatable structure, there might be some, um, there's going to be a dead kebab. <laughs> like, you know, there's all these different things happening. And I think for many, it, it is just an experiment. And I kind of like the fact, and I think that as a small organisation like 4A, our role is to create a little bit of space where people can just test things. And I'm hoping it will be really great.
2: I think it will be. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it'll be great. Can you talk to me a little bit more about um, Dead Kebab and Amrita Heppies? Yeah, world? yeah.
1: Well, we'd worked with Amrita um, last year for Hong Kong for the performance um, times 4A work that we do for Art Central. And it was so great. And Amrita is, uh, you know, super professional and unbelievably talented and like technically brilliant that you could put her anywhere and she'd commands attention. So she was out in kind of the skyline of Hong Kong on the harbour um, doing these amazing performances. And we just didn't feel that that was like the end for that work. And she has worked with it since and will continue to. um, But we thought it'd be really great to kind of bring that back. Um, Also for our audiences in Melbourne that haven't seen these performances yet, or Sydney actually, um, to actually have access to it. And I think Club 4A kind of grew out of that, that we were doing this great kind of performance programming, but it was overseas. So we really wanted to create access for that. So Marita's going to be phenomenal. And then Dead Kebab, we just like, we need to bring someone international who will just riff off everyone, the the great talent we've got here, but will take things a bit further. And she is, we're thankful that she's on her flight. She's one of those people that. We're not really into electronic communication, but very much into (laughs) social media um, communication. And we saw that she's at the airport, so there's much relief. Um, But no, we're really excited about her. She will bring a whole new energy and someone that's been working in Tokyo for so long. And again, she has her own um, clothing line. She has her own sort of um, illustration, film sort of um, animation work, as well as a huge kind of artistic practice and painting and Um, sculpture, So she really fits with the whole 4A aesthetic and
2: what we're trying to do. Such a great combination of artists. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. It's going to be fun. Um, Rainbow, also I noticed on the uh, SoundCloud mix that 4A released (laughs) that there is a DIN track on there. Ooh, (laughs)
4: exclusive. What's DIN? DIN is a collaborative project between myself and Alex Ward, who... plays under Moon Holiday, um, my best friend also. Uh, And I guess um, we wanted to create a a project that didn't really, um, well, we wanted it to be quite porous. We were like, okay, loosely it's dance music, but we just kind of made tracks sort of on our own and then came together because I really like having her over for lunch. So I just wanted an excuse (laughs) to meet up like every Sunday and just hang out. I mean, we do that all the time anyway, but Instead, we, you know, um, use that space to um, collaborate, to just have chats about different f- philosophical existential things. And um, and Alex, we always, well, I always think of us having this kind of reversal in our life experiences because I was born in Hong Kong and I moved to Australia, whereas uh, Alex was born in Australia and then moved to Hong Kong and grew up there. So right. we kind of have this inverse relationship with our um insight into Chinese culture and stuff so I think Din um, is a kind of cool kind of intersection and junction of those kind of different cultural influences that we've had but also just like a space for us to make music that is a little bit more irreverent I guess we weren't so attached to it in terms of putting our faces to it or personalities and with a lot of the aesthetics as well we kind of refuse to be objectified and try to be a bit tongue-in-cheek with the images that we provide which has had you know different uh uh, responses (laughs) from different people and it's interesting it's like okay this is precisely the kind of industry standards mm. we're trying to challenge and problematize And um, yeah, and DIN now I feel like almost has that sort of ideological mantra behind it without being
2: wanky. There were some responses <laughs> that wanted your face or your kind of image.
4: To be a particular be way. Like, yeah. you know, maybe we got asked, okay, can you send us a, a high res image of, the members of this band and we're like okay sure but and you know we send a high-res photo what our faces have been a bit distorted <laughs> um and uh, you know but then <laughs> it would be like oh but can you send us like one where you're just looking at the camera and and we're like well that's kind of not really the artistic intent so it didn't go
2: ahead. Which, Which is amazing because it's got absolutely nothing to do with the song. Exactly. The, <laughs> yeah, the song
4: was, you know, the you know, the, spo- the yeah. response to the song was very good. But anyway, but it doesn't matter. I mean, and it's not specific to us. I think this is a sort of cultural phenomenon that's across the board and precisely what we're trying to unpack and challenge. And it's a really interesting anecdote to illustrate the sexism, I guess, mm. that exists in many of these industries.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think... I saw your speech for winning the SMAC Awards for Best Song, <laughs> which was a really beautiful speech in kind of talking about, well, not explicitly talking about that sexism, but just talking about the importance of kind of highlighting female non-binary voices yes. in that space. Um, we're going to take a listen to DIN now because it's on the, <laughs> it's on the 4A uh, club, club 4 mix. So I'm just going to bring it up here. This one's called Ah. Uh. Uh, You're listening to Agenda on FBI Radio and I'm chatting to Rainbow Chan and Michaela Tai about Club 4A. Stick around because we'll be talking more about it right after this. to agenda on fbi radio and i'm chatting to michaela ty and rainbow chan about an, ac- an event called club 4a that track was din with uh. uh um i wanted to actually ask you both whether there's kind of any particular cultural differences in clubs in asia compared to australia in your experience
1: um i guess i can start i mean i i grew up in hong kong so my first like experience of nightlife was in these kind of vast clubs that kind of appeared in these cracks in the city at night. Like this whole other world just like opens up and these things you walk past at night just suddenly disappear and become these sort of huge pulsating like spaces and And I think, and Rainbow and I were just thinking about, talking about this, was the fact that there's so many different ones. So you can sort of float between different sounds or different vibes and it's very open and you can move between them all. There's no kind of expectations. It always felt very safe and very warm and very inclusive. Um, And also it was part of everyday life. Like the city, you come out afterwards, whether it was 3 or 4 or 5 a.m. and then the street is still full and there's some persons rolled up making like fried rice on the side of the road and it's delicious and you're very happy. And mm. there's this real kind of integration between that kind of club life and life. It doesn't feel like you're doing something
2: that's parasitic to the rest of the, the city's culture. Yeah. I love that about foray openings, actually. There's always snacks. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> it's so, it's so yeah. important. You
4: don't want to be hangry.
2: No. No hangries. You don't even just
1: want to be hungry. No, yeah. <laughs> you don't
2: even yeah. want exactly. to on that <laughs> yeah, point. <no. laughs> um, what else? Uh, Michaela, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about Foray's kind of programming mm. um, in the lead up or I guess what you have coming up for the year as well. I
1: guess, I mean, things are really kind of organic at 4 but they tend to all turn into the same kind of conversations or extended conversations. So we're working with Rainbow now and then she's starring in a film by Akira Takayama who's part of um, our Sydney Biennale presentation which features 76 different people from all over Sydney singing um, a song that belongs to them or has been passed down through their ancestors and in a language that is close to them, whether that's in English or whatever's been passed down. So Rainbow, you're doing some, who
4: are you? I'm doing it in the dialect that I mentioned before. So the one that my mum speaks, (laughs) so it's Wa it's a Cantonese dialect. So it was really cute because mum and I actually performed together on this stage holding hands. And uh, Uh, This has already
2: happened
1: or this is happening? It's been filmed. It's been filmed, yeah. So
4: it'll be showing very
1: soon in March. Yeah, so it'll be showing at 4A in March and we're really excited that kind of responds to this kind of bigger conversation that Floria has with the wider communities of people that are engaged or can engage, feel that they can engage with um, culture in Sydney. And finding themselves reflected in our cultural spaces, I think that's Foray's kind of underlying mission is to make sure that all of our audience can find themselves within, uh, whether it's our walls of our gallery or the walls of the club, there is some kind of um, gesture towards making people feel comfortable, and yeah. that can be through storytelling or through language.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do. I feel like like my mum and I were kind of discussing about how wonderful it is, like forget for Foray um, to kind of activate this social consciousness that is so rare in many other contemporary galleries which might be quite clinical or sterile um, whereas this space
2: always feels like yeah it's very welcoming and feels Mm. sometimes quite playful as well like that I think especially the like super clever work for um, Sydney Contemporary last Mm. year especially like that was definitely my highlight of that art fair yeah because it was I mean maybe you can talk yeah about I it. mean <laughs> Hahan
1: is probably like the smartest probably most astute reader of the contemporary sort of commercialization of the art world um and I don't think people give him enough credit so he really is kind of teasing out the sort of hurdles or imbalances or perspectives that are kind of controlling things and trying to push it a little bit. And we just were like immediately drawn to helping him. And so we produced that work in Hong Kong and then brought it back to our home audience in Sydney. And it's just great. Everyone got so involved. And to see people who were like, four years old being like I'm gonna buy art yes and they were little squares little squares you could purchase and um everyone could buy it was sort of like the democracy democracy ah can't even speak today so everyone could get art and it was really about
2: that being a physical thing you could cut it up on the day take it home and I think just the frenzy of watching it happen too like watching all of those squares be cut up it like was very kind of uh it spoke to that art fair
1: yeah people, kind of people as well. even though they were spending like 30 bucks got that kind of crazy yeah. art collector like it's a little bit of capital a little totally, bit of that. Totally. A little crazy came out yeah. a little bit of oh, pe- people chose the work that they wanted they got a little bit nasty
2: it was great yeah it was ama- <laughs> it was quite amazing to watch too yeah. yeah and also the jackets that were oh yeah the outfits very um, important super actually I mean, I was going to save this question for last, but maybe we can chat about it now um, because I saw a sneak peek of Dead Kebabs uh, merch the no. other day, and ain't, so bad. It ain't so bad. Wondering <laughs> <laughs> will people be able to? Yeah, buy hopefully merch we're hoping that she
1: has put as much as possible in her bags, <laughs> um, but also I think all of our artists that have merch will have some for purchase. Yeah, Rainbow, you great. have merch as well. I right? do.
4: Yes, I have little. Um, shirts that I illustrated and has been hand screen printed locally so yes that's uh, that's there's still a few available so you did the illustration I sure
2: did yes I did yes so many talents (laughs) so many talents (laughs) one woman how when do you sleep
4: uh, i yeah I know I don't yeah no I sleep a lot actually it's quite disgusting when how long I sleep in but um
2: Izzy calls it the restorative power of naps yes
4: yes 20 minutes boom yeah yeah Yeah. we're
2: always arguing about it (laughs) i believe i I never sleep and she sleeps all the time (laughs) um we're gonna take a track now from kimchi princey featuring davoli it's called gold chains um it is also from, surprise, surprise, the Club 4A <laughs> SoundCloud mix, which uh, I'm playing kind of exclusively tracks of that today. But stick around because we'll be chatting more about Club 4A right after this. It's, go chains, oh, chain, right? go, so go chains, swinging left. Go chains, go
0: chains, go, go chains, swinging right. Go chains, go chains, oh, chain, go, go, chains go, go chains, swinging left. Go chains, <laughs> oh. go chains, go, oh, go chains, swinging right. Go chains, go chains, go, chains, swinging right.
3: Trade, 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 swinging low to the floor from the left to right baby can you give it to me more i can keep it tight because my pussy is golden it shows when i start building this boy shit is so old
2: it started when i was molded black like gold chains that swing to the left and black girls, like Those gold chains that swing to the right got a bunch of queens trying to spread
0: Chains that swing to the left and right. Chains that the go in and go, go, go Chains that swing to the right. Push, swing, swing, and that. Go chains, queen go chains, go chains, go, oh go chains. Swing left, go chains, go chains, oh go. Chains,
2: Listening to Agenda on FBI Radio, uh, Kimchi Princey just wait V Kim <laughs> featuring <laughs> Daboli getting mixed up. Uh, I'm chatting to Rainbow Chan and Michaela Tai about Club 4A, um, and I noticed that the event is supported by City of Sydney as part of the City of Sydney Chinese New Year Festival. Um, and Isabel tells me that this is now we're coming into the year of the dog. Yes. Uh, so I wanted to ask you both what your plans for Chinese New Year are, if you have any.
1: Other than Club 4A. Well, I think Club,
2: think Club 4A is like the event that we all wanted
1: to go to when we were at like the 50th family dinner for Chinese mm. New Year. Mm. You wanted to be at Club 4A. So we've kind of made our teenage dream. <laughs> um, I don't know. What are you doing, Rainbow? I'm
4: just going to go home and see my fam, uh, see my cats. And, you know, I feel like it's very important to re- not reconnect but like to, to hang out with your fam mm. uh, during Chinese New Year or um, uh, sometimes I like to look at the moon. Because uh, then you can think about all the members <laughs> across the world uh, of your family that you might not be able to see all the time. But I don't know. I think I'm just going to go home and watch figure skating, to be honest. It's pretty uh, great. Oh, my gosh. I am so obsessed with yeah, figure skating pretty- right now. Did this
2: come off the back of I, Tonya, or well, is it just Well, a- no, it's a pre-existing
4: vice okay. of mine. I am, I've am. always been very Me obsessed. Too. My sister really? and I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Evgeny Plushenko. Oh, my gosh. The amount of times <laughs> we've watched his, like... Award-winning YouTube video, like dance, like yeah on the ice, not not on YouTube. <laughs> 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 Should specify. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'm going to be doing. But Chinese
1: yeah. New Year is for like that kind of downtime with your family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Silly and- yeah. reality
4: TV shows. Yeah. Eating lots of food. Eating so
1: much food. I mean, yeah. it's funny because I used to always have a massive Chinese New Year party and just can't do it this year because um we're doing club foray. But it is about g- gathering everybody. Yeah. And it used to be about getting you know your hongbao every year. And um, this year, now I feel like I'm an elder. I'm going to be giving out my first red oh, pocket. really? To my friend who's had a baby this <gasps> week. What's the red packet? It's with the money that you get. And right. A red pocket. A red, yeah. Red and you, um, you give them out to people who are younger than you. And that was always great. And then now I'm suddenly transitioning to being the one that gives out the money, not oh. receives the money.
4: Yeah, I'm still receiving money. Well,
1: I'm still receiving <laughs> some, but now I'm like, it's coming in and going out.
4: Yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, this would be the first year I have to give money too. Yeah. I just remembered. I just realised. My niece. You okay. not a gender first. You
0: just remembered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a niece. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Michaela and Rainbow, growing up.
1: <laughs> but it is, I mean, it, it's nice. I mean, Hong Kong, people get paid 13 months of the year. You get a bonus month's pay just to give out the money. Wow. Yeah, so it's a big deal. It is a big deal. That sounds yeah. great. You've got to get crispy, fresh money. Yeah. which doesn't really work with plastic money, but no. I don't know. Some notes look more, more crispy. crispy than others. Yeah, yes. yes. definitely. You want those new ones? Yeah, you, you want the, the new ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have like all these superstitions. I can't um, wash my hair for like three or four days, or use sharp things before yeah. or after. Like I usually stop washing it probably tomorrow. Actually, yeah, three days. Yeah. So don't looking. wash. You don't want to wash the good luck out. Uh, okay. Yeah. to cut s- it up.
4: Lots of red. It's good. Lots of red. Yeah. Red underwear. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, I really love how most of the meals and the things that you prepare on Chinese New Year, they're always like very punny. So yeah. like you would eat like a whole fish because the word fish you also sounds like the word you, which is prosperity or like good fortune and you have to eat like dried oysters which is whole which sounds like whole which is good things <laughs> yeah so there's all this really interesting symbolism across well, not, linguistical yeah. like really yeah, it comes yeah. down to
1: sort of puns definitely <laughs>
4: i think that's why i'm so obsessed with puns like people always like why do you make dad jokes all the time I was like, it's in my blood yeah
2: <laughs> it's chinese new year it's chinese all new year. the time <laughs> obviously um Club Parade's also touring to Melbourne. Yep. Uh, does the Melbourne iteration look very different to the it Sydney one? It looks slightly
1: different. I mean, there's a little bit of different lineup with um, the DJs that are supporting us, and it's been great to work with a whole lot of fresh, new Asian-Australian talent um, that we otherwise wouldn't have sort of space for in our um, gallery program. So, yeah, we'll look a little bit different. Um, we're also part of White Night in Melbourne, so if, you know, there's lots of people, <laughs> it's a very different White kind of... White Night's like a 24-hour... It's like 7pm to 7am right. nonstop art events across the whole city. And it gets like, I think, like 300,000 people just turn up on foot.
2: So it's kind of like Melbourne's
1: Vivid, maybe. Yeah, but on but like yeah. steroids. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. Um, yeah, so it's part of that and it's supported by the City of Melbourne. And we've been had really great support from the councils to rethink about how they celebrate something like Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year and be a bit more inclusive to different forms that aren't necessarily just the traditional ideas of what this festival is. Because, you know, in Asia, it, it is many things to many people. And this is definitely something that everyone will be doing back home. So mm. it's good.
2: Um, and there's also quite a few uh, musicians playing at Sydney and Melbourne, in the city and Melbourne kind of versions of Club 4A. Mm. Can you chat to me about Look, I them
1: look, me, it, we're in this space where they may look or read a bit like musicians, but what they'll do in the space may not necessarily okay. be exactly what you're expecting, which I kind of like. Um, so then there'll be also a whole lot of musical components. I mean, then Rita's doing a whole lot with some of the DJs, I think. Cool. Colm will be riffing off her and she'll be riffing off him. So we'll have a, everyone will have a kind of different dimension to what they normally do, which will be interesting. <laughs>
2: that sounds amazing. Yeah, it'll be great. And um, one of my most burning questions is uh will the audience have a chance to interact with any karaoke oh <laughs> uh, yeah in, in sydney
1: there will be definitely karaoke
2: okay it will definitely happen. i mean i love it's Dynasty. the four way. it's like one of my favorite yeah. karaoke places
1: i don't think anywhere else has got a better screen
4: oh my gosh that screen and that stage <laughs> if you have not seen it you have to come to this show yeah. it is it's circular it's neon purple there's it's- a gold microphone <laughs> That is so heavy. Would we call it extra? It's so extra. It's bombastic. It's maximal. <laughs> premium. It is everything you could want in a karaoke club.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. We, I went there for our uh, first draft farewell dinner last yes. year. It was, I mean, yeah, it was amazing. It's I got Bridie written all over it. That yes. Has. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and Bridie uh, works at 4A. 4A. As she loves well. <laughs> Um, and are tickets still available for the Sydney Yes, there are still a few tickets left,
1: um, but I will definitely snap them up this week because um, today they've been rushing out the door and um, we actually can't physically fit any more people in the venue. So definitely Selling buy. like hotcakes. Yeah, buy them this weekend.
2: Okay, I'll pop a link up on That'll the be Agenda great. show page mm-hmm. as to where to buy tickets. Um, finally, uh, is Club Foray going to be like a regular event? from here know. on in. I think it's definitely
1: got legs. I mean, it's the childhood dream of people like Rainbow and I who have, like, canto pop stars that we've always loved. Definitely, and- Oh, yes. see that.
2: Wait, who are your can- favourite canto pop stars? We forgot to I
4: loved Aaron mention Kwok. mentioned this before. Aaron
2: Kwok. He's got.
4: Uh, yeah, you go. No,
1: you go. <laughs>
4: well, I apparently, went, I mean, I actually remember this, funnily enough. I must have been, like, three or two, but I would go around the house telling everyone to not call me Rainbow, but I had to be referred to as Mrs. Kwok. <laughs>
1: yeah
4: he's very important he's so
1: important I was very much into Leon Lai um, who had a great hit called Sugar in the Marmalade please look it up there's a rap there's a rap in it there's a rap in it um but no it's kind of this kind of music and this kind of expression is so part of um sort of this living Asian Australian culture so I imagine that it will it won't be the last of Club 4A it'll come back in some kind of iteration it's too fun it's very fun it's
2: so fun I'm so excited about it um fun and also a really good kind of combination of things and mediums and you know dense yeah not fun and light fun no, and not fun. yeah <laughs> you
1: i think everyone will be a little bit challenged and a little bit excited and that's the kind of way we roll so it'll be good sounds
2: amazing um rainbow i'm gonna refer to you as mrs quark from here <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you're listening to mrs quark on agenda <laughs> thanks so much for joining us uh Going to take another track from the Club for a playlist now. I think maybe another dead kebab one. Mm. Uh, this one's called Drowning by Numbers. Michaela and Rainbow, thank you so much for joining me Thanks this morning. Thank you. Um, I'll see you at Club Foray on the karaoke dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <Mate. laughs>
0: I don't see the point why you're always sleeping with the body's cool
3: This is Agenda with Katie Winton.
2: Chan just there with Nest. You're listening to Agenda on FBI Radio. I just had a great chat to Rainbow Chan and Michaela Tai. Rainbow, I mean, you probably know about Rainbow <laughs> because she is incredible and does 20 million different things, but she, for the purposes of this interview, was uh, is one of the Club 4A artists and Michaela Tai is the director of foray center for contemporary asian art and they were in chatting about club foray that's happening at dynasty karaoke very soon and if you haven't got a ticket to that i would definitely recommend jumping online and grabbing one thanks for listening on this lovely morning uh i'm gonna leave you with another track from rainbow it's called let me she recently won the fbi radio best song for this track uh my name's Katie Winton. Next week Isabel Hawthorburn will be back and Mari will be back. My producer and everyone will be back and I won't be so lonely. <laughs>